Who the hell are you, man? Genius billionaire playboy philanthropist. We have a night! Ah. Uh -huh. Night! <laughs> On your butt. And now for something completely different. Hello out there, and welcome to the Knights of Nerditude podcast for all things nerd. I'm your host this week, Sean. I'm here with Sam. And on Skype, we've got... Do you know how I got these scars? <laughs> Tenth anniversary. I know. Dark Knight. I, I can't Ooh. believe it's been ten years since The Dark Knight came out. Um, A movie that everyone else on this podcast hates. Okay. <laughs> I didn't hate that movie. It, I believe it was runner-up in our best comic book movies of all time list, but oh well. Um, yeah, so we got a great show ahead. Uh, we got a couple movie reviews. Uh, we have a pitch session and a little game uh, we're, we're going to play at the end. Uh, but first, as for always, we got to start with Star Wars trivia. Um so, last week's question, right before Qui-Gon Jinn dies, what does he ask Obi-Wan Kenobi to do for him? Uh, any takers? Uh, I think he said earn this. <laughs> Sam? Uh, get off my groin. <laughs> I was looking for avenge me. No. Um, avenge me! It is train Anakin Skywalker, obviously. And so this week, uh, I believe it's trained the boy. You must drain him. Yeah. Um, you must drain him. Why? <laughs> well, I guess He's so. just a child. <laughs> That's what he asked for. We got to drain him. Yeah. I know the old Jedi ways are kind of weird and everything, but like, really? I thought we were past that, but all right. <laughs> drain his blood and drink it. Anyways, this week. We've made our uh, jump to episode two. He was just really smart. He just wanted him to kill him right there. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Anyways, <laughs> so uh, this week's question is, how many years have passed when Anakin Skywalker and Padme Amidala meet again in Star Wars Episode Two: Attack of the Clones? Uh, so you'll be answering that next week. So uh, hold on to your answers now. Um but what we're going to do is we're going to jump right into our first movie review, which is going to be oh so much fun. Um, so to explain how I got to this movie, I, I haven't, I'm not revealing what the movie is yet, um, but I was going through the fire stick looking at movies and I was like, oh, I really want to watch that Will You Be My Neighbor movie, the documentary about Mr. Rogers. It's gotten great reviews. Um, it's already got my pick for best documentary of the year, even though I haven't seen it. You haven't even seen it yet. I haven't seen it, but it's going to be great. Um, so I'm like going through and I'm like, I can't find it. Can't find it. I think I went through like three pages of movies from this year and I came across a movie called the Jurassic games. It's like the hunger games and gamer, but with dinosaurs. And I was like, holy crap. I need to watch this. So I sat down and watched this. Um, it's an easy watch. Um, was it a epoch in cinematic history that you were witnessing? Oh, easily. Uh, it's about uh, 10 uh, people on death row. 
They're put in, in into a simulation with dinosaurs, and the winner gets to come away with their lives and be set free. And so it's Running Man. Or Gamer, as I put it. Because Running Man is considered actually like not a bad movie, whereas Gerard Butler's Gamer is actually a really bad I movie. I hope you're hungry, because I'm going to forget how that line yeah, goes. Yeah, you botched that line. Well, that, it's a long line. Yeah. For just doing that long with a Schwarzenegger accent, <laughs> like eventually your mouth is, just shuts down. Yeah. I suppose I had dental work today, so... <laughs> Uh, That's the ranking we gotta hit at some point of like the Schwarzenegger eighty movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the question is, I know you said eighties movies, but where do the eighties end? Because there's a while in the nineties where they're like, it's the eighties part two. I mean, you can't not throw T two into that discussion, right? Right. This is this is for another time, and we need to give it serious thought, or else we would just do it, right? Um, so with this movie, so one of the ca- the main character is wrongfully accused and of of killing his wife, and they have four <laughs> trials they have to go through. It is so incredibly stupid, but it's so enjoyable. I'm just okay. I'm sorry. The no. only thing I can think of when you said wrongfully accused <laughs> is like Morgan Freeman and Shawshank just being like only, only guilty man in dinosaur jail. <laughs> Oh, yeah. yeah, no, it, it, no, it, I'm fine with you because this this movie was just it's easily a sci-fi channel movie. Like the the graphics aren't horrid, but it's just the characters are so bad. Like it jumps right into the games, like right in. They're like, oh yeah, this backstory building character. Who cares? You know? Yeah, they're like, it's fine. They just jump right in. I think it's like 83 minutes long. It's such an easy watch. I laughed. I would say I cried, but no, I didn't. It was just so stupid. There's a twist at the end you kind of see coming. It's uh, like, I, I, in the end. Was it like dinosaurs were people the whole time? No, it's not that good of a twist, Sam. <laughs> if it was that kind of twist, I would have given it more than my rating. I went with a 3.2 on this Th- turkey. This is hell? Is that it? No. He died and went to hell? No. Because he murdered his family? No. He didn't, though. He oh. didn't. So it doesn't doesn't look like it had any sort of release. No. In theaters. I'm, I'm, it did not. It is a direct-to-DVD uh, movie. It's actually a direct-to-VHS. Yeah, VHS. <laughs> Weird move nowadays, but mm-hmm. all right. Hey, yeah. Direct-to-VHS. Uh, they knew that's the kind of people who would be watching this kind of movie. Um, yeah, it was... It was a tro- it was so bad it was enjoyable to watch. So Sam, John, I know you guys enjoy uh, Chris would probably get a kick out of this movie. He probably would or love he'd this hate movie. it. Chris is like all over the place, man. <laughs> Chris would be like, I love this movie, but it's bad. I give it a one. All right. How do you grade it just on dinosaurs alone? Uh, the dino- it was funny because they're like, we got all the dinosaurs, the T-Rex. Others and th- everyone's favorite is coming back. The Velociraptor, and um, oh yeah, there's some Compsognathuses in there, I believe, from uh, the Lost World. They just kind of like show up and start eating a dead guy, <laughs> and that's about it for dinosaurs. Well, let me tell you, there are a lot of dinosaurs advertised here on the on these posters. Well, and, there uh, are pteranodons, but they're only like maybe in there for like two minutes. I mean. It might be like safer that they went with like the classics, right. and they weren't like 
Gal- uh, Gal- uh, Gallimimus. Gallimimus. Just nothing but a Gallimimus. <laughs> Your eggs are no longer safe. Uh, yeah so yeah that that cover is very misleading but that kind of drew me in and the fact that it's like the running man or gamer or what like they're in a simulation and if you die you die in real life Ooh, it's like you can't tell who they are so who's gonna live in the who's matrix yeah um so yeah it's 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 bad but uh i brought this movie up at with the guys from work and uh, that's that's where I'm, uh, I got onto the second movie I watched this week. So I was talking to it about them, and they're like, "Oh, is that that movie company that makes those mock busters where they piggyback onto other movies, like bigger movies, and kind of like try making money based off of that hype?" They're usually seen in uh, in like red boxes. Like if you go to the red box, you're like, Oh, what was the move? Like, I want to see transformers. Oh, there it is. No, that was trans. Uh, was it trans transmorphins uh, or something? Yeah. It was, it was, Oh God. But yeah, so they, they changed the title just a little bit and they released that. So it makes like those moms who are like, I got you the new movie. Yeah. And so I watched, uh, the, it's Avenger- a business model based on moms who are thoughtful, but not thoughtful enough. Right. Yeah. So I watched. Uh, I tried watching the first one, but it was uh, Avengers: Grim Time Wars. Came out yes. this year. Uh, obviously, you could tell what movie that was piggybacking off of. Um, Annihilation. But this made uh, this made Jurassic Games look like a good movie. I tell you what, uh, the acting. Oh boy. Um, the only thing I uh, was there acting. <laughs> Um, I'm going to go with no. <laughs> it, was it was an just, attempt. It was just people standing around and like the the first time you see. So to, to sum it all up, it's it's the Avengers, but with the grim fairy tale characters. So it's it's piggybacking off of both the Avengers and uh, Once Upon a Time. So like Snow White's there. Uh, Little Red Riding Hood, Sleeping Beauty, Prince Charming, Rumpelstiltskin Jesus. is the bad guy. It's a lot of chicks. Yes, yes, it's all like a lot of girls. Because you know, you go you go one direction with these kind of movies, it ends up on Showtime at you know and two o'clock on a Friday night. It totally felt like it could have gone that way, so easily. You know, they legit like released versions of. Uh, a pirate-related adult film. Yes. Uh, which I have no idea what the title is. But they actually released, like, a PG version in Japan. Yeah, well, there's a... Uh, I, oh, God. It's, like, Pirates or something. But, uh, yeah, they, like re- they took out all the, the porn parts. And right. they just kept the story, and they released it. I think it's, like... I don't know if it's PG-13 or R, but you can watch the edited version. Oh, yeah, then they made an R version, too. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, it's, it's, it easily is like, like each one of the princesses has a superpower. So like sleeping, <laughs> uh, so like Snow White, she shoots like frost and like right. makes ice shields, uh, sleeping beauty, white yeah. <laughs> sleeping beauty. She, uh, she can make people do what she wants with like this magic stuff that she blows from her hand. Um, little red riding hood is just like, has an arsenal of guns and bows and arrows and grenades and stuff and, like, and then um 
the Alice from Alice in Wonderland, she's in it too. She runs the Looking Glass, which is a big, giant company that seems to only have two rooms. Uh, and all the best companies have two rooms. Yeah, you know? yeah. There's like the office room and then the back room. You don't uh, want to be the sucker with one room. <laughs> Right, yeah, that's just poor production quality. You yeah. need the two to make it look big. Um, but she's basically Ant-Man. She can shrink and then get big using, like, her watch. Wait, she doesn't, like, eat anything? No, well, she does, too. It's her medicine, so it helps her stay normal size. But with this watch, she shrinks down and, like, starts beating people up in, like, the most That feels CG- like a gimme, though. It's just, like, she has to eat something and she... she yeah, grows. no, she has, the, she has the medicine. And that that helps her, kind of, with the watch. It's, uh-huh. it's weird. Uh, but, yeah, she becomes giant at the end and, like, stomps on people. Um yeah, this movie was so horrid. Um, but there's two others. So there's the original Avengers Grimm, uh, which came out when Ultron came out. And the spinoff, which is, um, oh God, it, it came out same time. It's Sinister Squad. That's it. Sinister Squad, which follows Alice and like the Pied Piper and the Mad Hatter and and obviously, yeah. how it's many for, how many stars you going with? I am going with a two point four on this one. So this is Ooh. probably Ooh. the lowest rating I think I've ever given a movie. Um, with that being said, I kind of want to watch the other two. <laughs> um, yeah, which is so it can't be that bad. Well, it's a two point four. I mean, it's no emoji movie. <laughs> I'm sort of surprised, like to some extent, because you know there's this huge thing on not only like intellectual property, but like. Just stuff that, like, people know and already have, like, a vision in their mind of, like, what's it going to be. I'm mm. surprised, like, we're just not, like, people just don't go to town on, like, all this, like, public domain shit. Like, the grim fairy tales and, like... Well, this company does, so it's Asylum. The Asylum is uh, the name of the production company. Now, uh, I have a little pitch session here. I actually, uh, I went through a bunch of their movies that they've made, and uh, I picked out some... Uh, some that they've actually done. But I'm going to give each one of you guys uh, a movie, a mainstream movie. You have to come up with the Asylum's version of it. Um, John, I'm going to give you Battleship. So you have to come up with the Asylum's version of Battleship. Okay. And then Sam, while John's thinking about this, I'm going to give you Robocop. Robocop. All right, so... John, do you have something? Okay, the title of the movie is called Tough Tug. <laughs> okay. It's about a tugboat, which is also... Um, there's, like, some kind of ghost alien in it, so it's very much alive. Okay. But only one person on the boat knows. <laughs> but it's, like, a military vessel. It's just a military tug because that's all we could afford with the budget. <laughs> okay. But there's like guns on it and there's one gun that's just like two M16s that are just like taped together like a turret and it's like this isn't a thing. <laughs> all right. All right. Um I don't know what the plot would really be. I think it's probably No, no, actually the oh no the bad guys can't be Chinese though because you have to sell it in China 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This has a big market in China. So yeah. you know, you know what it is. They're going up against. Oh, this is why they're the tough tug because they're going up against pirates like Somali pirates. Okay. And after they beat the pirates, they tug the ship home. All right. Tough tug. Tough tug. I like it. Um, here's the actual The Asylums movie. Uh, <laughs> it's called American Warships. It's when a U.S. plane is taken down overseas by an unknown assailant. The army is sure it was North Korea. Cause you have to Why would the in- army be involved with warships? Don't worry about it. <laughs> and a new war is about to break out. Even worse, the true attacker is an alien armed force, and only one old battleship can stop them. Oh, I forgot the bad guys are aliens in this, too. Yeah. Actually, can I, can I change my thing here? Sure, why not? Okay, the pirates are actually, like, mind-controlled by other aliens that our alien is a good alien from. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like, he's an outcast and stuff. All right, I like it. All right, so, Sam, you had, uh, what did I give you? Uh, RoboCop, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you have your idea? Franken-Cop. Okay, Franken-Cop, go on. So, this cop, he's, he's a good cop. All right. He's just doing his job, but then... He gets killed on the line of duty. Okay. Oh, my God. What's his family going to think? But they want to bring him back. So they hire this doctor, crazy doctor named Frankenstein to bring him back. And he assembles him from pieces of a bunch of other good cops. (laughs) But what he doesn't tell him, he's got the heart of a crooked cop. So, he got, comes back. Now he's got to deal with the fact that he's alive again. His wife doesn't recognize him because he's got all different body parts and stuff. And also, in deep inside him, he's fighting this urge to be a crook cop. All right. And uh, the bad guy is the uh, neighbor's dad from that 70s shows. I like it. I like it. Okay. Um, the actual, <laughs> the Asylum's version, Android Cop. <laughs> In the year 2045, the LAPD detective and his new Android partner enter The Zone, which is a forbidden <laughs> section of the city. Oh, zone. There's <laughs> <laughs> a section of the city plagued with an unknown disease. Together, they discover the reason everyone is sick and try to stop the illness. Android cop. Do you guys want to do one more? It is. It's like whenever you have. So it sounds like this is like post-apocalyptic future. Although I guess that's what Robobot cop is too, right? Right. right. Yeah. It's funny because you don't think of like setting a movie in any other period besides the present to be something you would do to save money. But if you go post-apocalyptic future... It's like, dude, just take this alley and like cut up some boxes and shit. Like, yeah, yeah it's you like, don't have to have people in it. That's the beautiful part yeah. of it. Mm. So, you guys want to do one more? Can I? I got one question about Sam's movie. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, what you got, Sam? Uh, is the doctor is his name Frankenstein or is it something more stupid like Frankstein? Oh, it's got to be Frankstein. Yeah, Frankstein. Yeah, I like Frankstein. Like because hey. Look, look at that little thing we just did there. Huh? Yeah, it's uh, cute, isn't it? Like the book? Like the book? <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, you got you to gotta do it that way. All right. So All right. Yeah, let's do another. One more. Um, John, I'm going to give you The Martian. Sam, oh, okay. I'm going to give you Pacific Rim. Okay. All right. Give you guys a second to think about that. Um, Sam, I'm actually going to go to you first this time. Okay. Um, so Pacific Rim. I don't have a title yet. Okay, that's fine. You can usually come up with one towards the end. Yeah, but so there's this uh, interdimensional uh, disease okay. that's ravishing humanity, and they can't cure it by conventional means. So the only way they have is to build robots and shrink them to very tiny sizes. Okay. And have them fight the disease. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, that's as far as I got. Uh <laughs> And it takes place in uh, the Gulf of Mexico. All right. You got a title yet? Uh, rim jobs. <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> rim jobs? It works. Okay. They got jobs and they're on the rim. <laughs> okay. So the asylums, I'm going to sa- also save the title for last. So the Asylum's version is when giant monsters crawl out of the Atlantic giant Ocean monsters. and in- attack the eastern seaboard, the U.S. government is forced to trust a trio of mischievous soldiers specialized in piloting gigantic robots to defend America. It's called Atlantic Rim. <laughs> That's nice. a little on the nose. Exactly. <laughs> that was my original title. I'm like, That's just stupid. It, but the Asylum did it, Sam. <laughs> The asylum did it. All right, John, you have the Martian. Go ahead. All right. Um, I have two possible titles. Okay. First one is Martian Rescue. Okay. Because that 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 will trick some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alternatively, Mars Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um. Honestly, I don't know how this would be that different. Um. <laughs> Like, I think it would just... I mean, I think it would be, honestly, like, 90% the same movie. Like, he would grow potatoes in a very boxier, like, looking set <laughs> that's, like, kind of cheap. Okay. Um, there would be, like, three people in, like, a small space shuttle coming to save them, not, like, five people on the, like, giant space station. Yeah, well, you have to cut corners somewhere. This is right. the asylum, after all. They don't. They're not made of money. <laughs> yeah, that's all. That's all I got. Martian's kind of like a simple movie. All right. Uh, so the asylum's version. It's called Martian Land. Ah, oh, damn it! Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. In the distant future, a large portion of humanity lives on Mars in cities Ooh. that resemble those once found on Earth. Almost looking exactly like them. But probably with, like, a red shade over them. (laughs) With some weird color correction. (laughs) And a second sun, because, yeah, okay. (laughs) Uh, The cities are protected from the inhospitable Martian atmosphere by dome-like force fields when a massive sandstorm breaks through the dome and destroys... Mars, New York. Those in Mars, Los Angeles 
must figure no. out how to stop the storm before it wipes them out next. No, I refuse to believe that. Bars, New York. Bars, New York so, and Bars, LA. So they spent zero brain power coming up with this movie. No, the worst they part is <laughs> they couldn't even just be like it's Olympus because of Mons Olympus. Right. No, just, no, it's Mars, New York, and Mars, LA, or like Mars City. Like <laughs> the worst part of all this is they didn't even film in New York. Like they just did it all in California. Yeah, yeah. no shot. They're actually filming in New York, even though they're May- like, there's probably oh, a skyline shot. Most obvious people. There's probably oh. a, a skyline shot. Obviously. <laughs> But I don't know. Would do you build the Empire State Building if you go to Mars? Well, yeah, of course you do. It's Mars, New I York. Mean, if you're gonna I mean, just you call need it Mars, New York, that just sounds like a tourist trap. So do you build? Do you build it better, or is it an homage to the first one? Homage, obviously. It's like uh, that the New York Casino in LA and uh, Las Vegas. Yeah, you know, it's a more cartoony version of the uh, of the Empire State Building. Do you build a Chrysler Building on Mars? Uh, no, no. So now you're just, now now you're judge, jury, and uh, town planner over there? <laughs> Damn right. Oh, man. So, yeah, so uh, that was good. Uh, I just wanted I to could, run through. I could never have gone that batshit crazy. Right? I'm glad they did. Like, it's, it's crazy, some of the, so I, I just have, like, some other movies that they've made, um, like Tomb Invader, um, which is funny because the main the archaeologist is Alabama Channing. Um, <laughs> from last year, you have Alien Convergence instead of Alien Covenant. Um, one of my favorites, Independence Day, as in like I N D E P E N D E N T S. Independence, like 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 a multiple of yes, independence. Yes, like. Like there's a bunch of Michael Bloomberg's trying to like take it down. Uh, my personal favorite. In Send the, the message out to all of them. But my my personal favorite name. In the name of Ben Hur. I love that one. That's like one of my favorites. How's um, Ben Hur spelled? Same way. B E N space H U R. Um, let's see. Uh, San Andreas Quake. Oh, yeah. uh, um, and the best one, uh, Clash of the Empires, only because that's its third name. The one before that was Land of the Elves, and the one before that was Age of the Hobbits. They wow. got sued. <laughs> They had to change the name because they got sued. Um, yeah. Hey, so. can I can I interject here with yeah. some trivia I found out uh, the other day? Sure, go ahead. How much more do you think it cost? What by what multiple do you think it cost to make the Hobbit versus uh, the Lord of the Rings trilogy? Oh, so much more. Like, is this with inflation too? Well, it was only ten years, but no, it's not. It's All with right. without inflation. All right. Oh God. Um, do you have the number for the Lord of the Rings? Like how much it cost them to do those three movies? Okay, yeah, it cost them two hundred million. Two oh god. The Hobbit's over five, I'm going with. I'm gonna say a hundred million more, so three hundred million. 
No, it was six hundred million. Oh my god, that is just crazy, isn't it? Jeez. Like, That's I don't t- even think those look like three no. times better. Well, because um, computer gener uh, generated images um, cost more than practical, which is what the originals, or I should say, the Lord of the Rings movies used. They used right. a lot of practical. So anyway, oh, that hurts. That's two hundred million per movie. I was going through, uh, found on the Wikipedia pages for like notable like box office bombs or something like that. Yeah, like movies that bombed. Now I made it sound like a shitty referral ad, but <laughs> oh man, <laughs> who's what actor is on the face of the like referral ad like movies that bombed? Just like like Photoshop with like the shrug face. Oh God! There's there's so know. many. Uh, I would go uh, probably Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, keep it topical. The Rock. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so apparently, too, The Rock, like, uh, I guess, like behind the scenes, very much uh, like asks for like a shitload of money and like perks and like is like not the best to like work with and shit. I I might be calling a top here on The Rock. Wow. Um, so, for all those listening uh, for this week... How could a former WWE star be a diva? I know, right? Um, so, f- this weekend, uh, Skyscraper came out. None of us really had a chance to go see it. Uh, well, we, we had chances. We'll, we'll go see it this week, so we'll, don't worry. We'll review it. Um, How are we going to see it this weekend? I don't know. We literally oh, yeah, have right. no chance of seeing this. We'll, we'll see it by next Wednesday. How about that? Um... But we'll review it, don't worry. And, uh, yeah, it bombed horridly. And uh, it begs the question, is the world getting sick of Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Was the world ever into Dwayne The Rock Johnson? Well, I mean, it, you attach his name to it, and it kind of, you know, it brings in money, because it's a big-named actor. But this is the sec- kind of the second straight movie where it's just not performing up to was the first one? Rampage. All oh, right, Rampage. Yeah. I mean, Jumanji was just like diamond in the rough kind of thing. Um, but I just like this one barely made anything. I mean, it was it came in third. It was like what, 30 million? Well, if he stops making stupid movies, I mean, like maybe then. Yeah. Yeah, he's never really put together a good movie. I mean, I'd say what you will about Jumanji. Maybe, like, I still have yet to see it, but, you know, it did well. I'll, I'll go with that. It did well in the box office. But, like, you know, movies like San Andreas or Baywatch last year, Rampage, this. I mean, he's going to, uh, apparently he's no longer in Shazam as Black Adam. Really? Yeah. He, he is now supposedly moving on to... Bigger and better things. Justice League 2. I think he's also Suicide Squad 2. I think he's the bad guy in that. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Suicide Watch. I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, things aren't that bad, are they? <laughs> How many times do you guys end up just going to the IMDb page for the movie The Rock instead of the page for <laughs> Dwayne Johnson? Because I just did that. Can't say that happened to me. But... <laughs> no, usually I just type in Dwayne... I, I, I don't know him as The Rock anymore. He's Dwayne The Rock Johnson still. Uh, wow. He also has 10 movies 
that are in some stage of pre-production or yeah, and yet to be released. I have that feeling like people are just going to get sick of He's putting one out basically once every what, are four months. Are you thinking, saying we're past peak uh, Dwayne Rock Johnson? I think if he had separated his movies out more, I, I don't think there would have been a peak. Okay, do, do you think we're peaking? On Dwayne, I, he, or or do you think people are just kind of getting sick of him? And I, if we spread it out a bit more, we'd be okay. I think people are getting sick of him, and if we spread it out, we'll be okay with okay. it. So you don't think there's a finite amount of Dwayne no. Rock, Rock Johnson, and we're we've run out? No, okay. no. I just think he's like throwing shit at us. Just like here's what's gonna it. happen too: is like Ballers is gonna get canceled after this season. Yeah, what I, watch, I just feel John? it. Yeah, it, it definitely definitely feel like it will it's just the things aren't going up millhouse for the, the rock i feel bad how for many him. how many shows of ballers have each of you watched zero None. chris Man, is the one I, who watches ballers I, I thought you guys balled <laughs> isn't that the one where he's like a sports agent or something like that With yeah the, it's sports entourage yeah okay Ugh. yeah that's I, it's another show i never it. got into so Never got into the entourage, so yeah. Uh, I'm not a big fan of watching douchebags for an hour. So. Speaking of douchebags for an hour, well, it's we only a, a half hour show. We have a fun little <laughs> well, list that uh, that we went through. So uh, <laughs> so really quickly, um, Rotten Tomatoes rated the top of uh, well, all of Adam Sandler's movies for some reason. No, I. I, I Hotel Transylvania 3 came out last weekend. Hotel Transylvania, number one movie in the land. Yeah. Very surprising. Um, Is it? Like, what's against it? Ant-Man. Oh, Skyscraper. Yeah. 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 Skyscraper. Well, Skyscraper. We know what happened to that. Yeah. Um, So, that movie came out. So, IMDb, not IMDb, Rotten Tomatoes, they did a a list of uh, all, I think there's like 43 Adam Sandler movies, some crazy amount. I, I didn't even realize he was in that many. Um, so what we did was we sat down and we, uh, uh, sorry, 42. We sat down and we uh, we thought of our top five, I guess. Um, I got three. So That's fine. That, that's perfectly acceptable for a list like this, Sam. <laughs> uh, John, do you want to share your list? So this is top five? Your top five Adam Sandler movies. All right. So I'll go in uh, ascending order here. Okay. So, number five, Little Nicky. Okay. Uh, number four, Billy Madison. Okay. Which I feel like there's kind of like, I don't want to say tears as much as it's just like there's multiple movies that are like, like he makes two movies in a row that are like very similar in tone and everything. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I always tag that one with, uh, with uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Uh, three, I have Big Daddy. Okay. Which I think maybe holds up a little bit better because it actually has, like, a decent enough story underneath it. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, a little out of the box here, but I'm going to go Punch Drunk Love. Okay. Just because there's scenes in there with him and Philip Seymour Hoffman that are just, like, insane. <laughs> I highly recommend just watching... If you ever, like, just have really no interest in watching the rest of the movie just watch the scenes with uh psh in it it's he, he's uh, like up to 11 there 
Okay, and my number one is Mr. Deeds, which I feel is always kind of underrated and has maybe my favorite joke of any of these movies, where, uh, uh, oh, God, what the hell's his name? John McEnroe. Oh, They're yeah. hanging out, and he just, like, jumps 20 feet in the air for no explanation or any reason. He, he jumps over a car. Right. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I forgot about the John McEnroe scene. Uh, Sam, do you have your top three? Uh, okay. In ascending order, we got uh, Waterboy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, then I got Little Nicky, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Happy Gilmore. Yeah. All right, all right. Uh, <laughs> I'll go in ascending order now to uh, number five. No, I did. Uh, sad. <laughs> I did the longest yard because I actually really? kind of enjoyed that movie. Yeah, it wasn't that bad. Um, Big Burt Reynolds fan, you? Yeah, yeah. Burt Reynolds is good. Um, plus uh, Tracy Morgan's in it, and he's funny. Um, Number four, I went with the Water Boy. Number three, Mr. Deeds. Number two, Fifty First Dates. Really? Yeah, it's it's actually not a bad movie. I've seen it. It, it you're wrong. No. <laughs> uh, and number one, Big Daddy. Because like, is it possible? Is it possible to have one of these discussions without saying like, you know, it's not that bad? No, it's it's impossible. In a Adam Sandler movie uh, conversation, no. <laughs> so, uh, really quickly, I have the uh, the top three, bottom three for him. Uh, according to Rotten Tomatoes, uh, number three, Funny People, is at 68%. So it's, oh God, yeah, that's, uh, that's almost rotten. Um, number two, Punch Drunk Love, John, you mentioned. Uh, that's at an 80%. And the best um, Adam Sandler movie, which I heard about, and I have yet Don't to say see. stand over me or whatever. No, it's the the Marowitz stories, uh, new and selected, came out last year. It's him, Ben Stiller, and Dustin Hoffman, Emma Thompson. Got amazing reviews. It's at, sitting at ninety two percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, there was even like some talks that of like Adam Sandler possibly getting a uh, Oscar nom for it, like which is crazy to think about. But uh, you know he's finally struck gold with a movie. Um, but the bottom half in uh, order, uh, the do over, which sits at 5%. Shit, what is that one? That's, uh, the other one where he's with Drew Barrymore. No, no, no. Sorry. That's the one where he and it's a Netflix movie. Um, uh, David Spade, they like, they basically run away and start a new life as like, so, uh, like badasses or something like that. It's just like so incredibly stupid looking. Um, I feel stupider for you telling yeah, me this. Uh, that's uh, that's five percent. Jack and Jill is number two at three percent. Turn it off. <laughs> and the worst Adam Sandler movie. On Sam's Rotten Sam's Tomato. referencing there. There's an incredible uh, YouTube video that is. Uh, I believe it's called George C. Scott watches Jack and Jill, and it's uh, intercut from another movie, which I forget what the name of it is. Yeah, but oh, yeah. What is it? Essentially, in that movie, to tell you, you know, what to compare it to is he's watching his daughter in porno- pornography. <laughs> is what it's supposed to be. Yeah, uh, but he's, instead he's watching the trailer for Jack and Jill. Um, one thing with Jack and Jill, I'll just say this. Yeah, we got that Dunkachino, like <laughs> Al Pacino thing, which is just. 
I couldn't believe it was real like the first 20 times I saw it. I still can't believe it's real. Like I, I still can't believe Al Pacino is in that movie. It just kind of blows my mind. Pacino right. never came off to me as the kind of guy who was smart picking his roles. I guess, but that that's just horrible picking. Like, don't get me wrong, great actor. Just I, I have a feeling that like not a lot going on, on upstairs. Yeah, and uh, according to uh, Rotten Tomatoes, the worst Adam Sandler movie, sitting at a zero percent rating, is The Ridiculous Six on Netflix. That's Pretty the, fair. Yeah, that's the one where uh, they offended a lot of Native Americans and... Just people in general. Yeah, well, it's an Adam Sandler movie, so yeah, a lot of people were offended. Um, yeah, so... Ridiculous Six, very much a movie where it's like, just go in, see how far you can get, and then just let us know. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think I could even attempt to get into that. Like, I don't even want to watch... Like, the only redeeming factor is seeing, like... Terry Crews is in it. And then I'm like, oh, he's funny. But after that, it just all falls off. Once you see, like, Adam Sandler's character, which, like, maybe happens in, like, the first four or five minutes, because obviously he's, like, the main guy, uh, you're like, okay, this is... I can't I can't do this. Isn't this... he, like, raised by Native Americans? He is, but that's not clear at first, because he just, you know, acts and dresses and talks like one. Um, and then, you know, after the first sort of scene or whatever, first sequence, then he goes back home and you learn, oh, the story. And I'm like, oh, I guess that makes it better. But this is still really weird. Mm. All right. Well, uh, we have a special treat for, well, I would say for Sam, cause he's been sitting on this for so long. Um, he's got a very special episode of rapid fire. Oh, we don't get to drop, do we? Oh, wait. Kaboom. Pew, pew. All right. Uh, thanks for talking over that, John. <laughs> Sorry. We switched our microphone setup, so, like, I can't hear the audio anymore. So, <laughs> that's... Uh, anyway. Okay. Rapid so, fire. rapid fire this week. We're doing a little game called Sell Me On It. Oh, God. So, kind of like a pitch. It's not really a pitch. Oh, but okay. I'm going to give you a, a something in existence uh, that maybe I have mixed feelings about or I look at and go, why? And I want you guys to sell me on this. All right. So, in the affirmative... Sell me on it. All right. So, uh, all right. So uh, let's go with this one. Uh, sell me on why I should care about the DC movies. Like whether they suck or not all at right. this point. All right. John, do you want to take it first or do you want me to? All right. This is all I got. Listen, right. Sam, there's going to be a lot of Marvel movies, whatever we do, whatever happens here. Absolutely, right? Yeah, yeah. They're not going to stop making those. Sam, what I am talking about is a market-based solution where stiff competition with the DC movies will up the game of the Marvel movies. All right. Look what's already... Hey, say what you want. Look what's already happened. The DCEU is like, what, four or five years old? 
And when did the Marvel movies start getting good? Like the last like three, two, three, four years, right? Yeah, uh-huh. that's true. Oh. That is a good point. All right. All right. So I want them to stick around just to prod Marvel a bit forward. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Do you want my take? All right. What uh what you got? Don't you want more Aquaman movies? If these stick around, we get more Aquaman movies. We haven't seen the first Aquaman. Does yet. it ma- You've seen him in Justice League. Don't you want more of that? <laughs> Have you seen the poster? They just released the poster. It's like a Lisa Frank post uh, like a uh, folder like with those animals. It's like that but with Aquaman <laughs> on it. And he's like standing on a mountain underwater. Somehow, you don't stand on rocks underwater like that, but Aquaman can. See, no, this is going to be the campiest goddamn movie you will ever see. And it's going to do great. It's got a low budget. It's going to keep making money. Jason Momoa is going to keep coming back as Aquaman as long as you keep going to see those movies. <laughs> okay. Uh, there's... Uh, if that movie is sucks, but it doesn't... It's not, like, comically sucks. There's only one thing. One thing that will make me want to, them to, like keep making these movies if he has some sort of comic relief sidekick who's like a minnow or something (laughs) okay like Like he has to be an actual fish yeah like an actual (laughs) fish who's like constantly wisecracking what if the fish doesn't wisecrack what if there is this fish in this movie but jason momoa's aquaman talks to him but it doesn't talk back but it, like he has conversations with it. That, that's kind of the, the thing I've right. been pulling out. I do not see that not happening. <laughs> <laughs> like at some point he's just like, shut up. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, don't use that tone with me. You know, stuff like that. Feels like a low, low-hanging low fruit that they could uh, use as a uh, little comic relief. Yeah. All right. Um, here's Here's one. This is... You know, you hear about this a- a- this actor a lot, but I look at him and I'm like, "What? What's the big deal with him?" Sell me on Jack Nicholson. Really? Yeah, I'm just all right. Okay, uh, I guess I'll I mean go. he's all right. I guess I'll. So I have to sell you positive Jack Nicholson. Yeah, like tell me right. on what, why why would I want to see a Jack Nicholson film? Like an be- old one or a new one? Any of them? Be- just like. This movie has Jack Nicholson in that movie. That's why you should see this. Oh, God. I'm not, not asking for specifics. No, I know. <laughs> Just something about Jack Nicholson. Part of me wants me to be want to sold as well. Because <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, oh, you know, one flew over the cuckoo's nest. That's, but that's got Danny DeVito in it. It's got, it's got a good cast in it. Like, I don't know. Christopher Lloyd in it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Like, Brad Dorif's in it. Man, I have to see that movie. I know, right? And then I was like, okay, The Shining. He's in the, but that's a Kubrick, a Kubrick film. Movie. Damn, uh, it's like it's not Nicholson Sam, who's drawing me, but yeah. Sam, if I could get one clue here or one aid, what Jack Nicholson movies have you seen? Not necessarily an exhaustive list, but just give me give me a couple. I've seen The Shining. Uh, I know I've seen Departed. About uh, Schmidt. But I've seen About Schmidt. Uh, Batman. Um. Oh, yeah, he's in Batman. Yeah. Sam, have you seen the movie As Good As It Gets? <laughs> no. Well, Sam, let me tell you. <laughs> it's a somewhat forgettable, like, late or early 2000s movie 
Yeah, uh, I vaguely about, remember this. Yeah, yeah, Helen Hunt's in it. It's like a rom com. Here's in it. He plays a gay. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's really no reason to see this movie, but you know what? There is a reason. Jack Nicholson's in it. <laughs> okay. Like, why is that a selling point though for this movie? Because uh, it wouldn't be even worth your time otherwise. All right. I guess I well, have to see the movie. It, it actually is. All right. All right. I mean, I don't, I don't want to give away the performance. I can't sell Jack Nicholson. It's I. It, he does a lot of good movies because of other people. I mean, even the Depart- whoa, whoa. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad actor. No, I'm not either. Way, but but like, like, any movie with Jack Nicholson in it, where I'm like, "Ooh, I want to see that," it's usually because of something else. Yeah, yeah. It's never. It's Jack never Nicholson just Jack Nicholson me. himself. Um, I mean, one flew over. If you haven't seen one flew over the cuckoo's nest, that is pretty much like this is Jack Nicholson, and he's pretty much carrying this entire movie. Like, there's good direction, and there's other stuff going on. And there's, I mean, just great performances, but like, this is like a Jack Nicholson movie. All right. Not, and that's not even super specific. Like, it's not like there's a lot of those. I'll put it that way. Okay. Hey, if you want to link the last two topics, uh, talk about another movie that isn't worth even worth remembering, if not for uh, anger management. Yeah. I was even like thinking about that movie. I was like, why should you see it? Anger management. I was like, yeah, no, I can't think of a reason to see anger management. Okay, let's uh, John Macaros in it. I mean, it's really, it's like any of them. Like when he stopped giving a shit. Yeah, this is him being Adam Sandler. Like, there's a bunch of cameos. Some are good. Some break through. Right. And then you just go home after an hour and a half. <laughs> so. Moving on, let's since that one was uh, very John heavy, since John couldn't do it, I can't. Let's let's go with one that's very Sean heavy. Oh, okay. Uh, sell me on the CW superhero shows. All right. I, what what's the deal with those? All right. Um, if you ever if you ever wanted like a superhero movie, like a DC one, that like you watch the movies and you're like, wow, that could be so much better. <laughs> Well, the CW does that. They 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 have a good plot. They're long seasons, so it's like, you know, it's it takes up a lot of time, but it's it's not too drawn out. Like most of the seasons, they're really good. There's some random episodes put in here or there, but it's it's a really well put together story arc where everything kind of matters up until the end and it's always building up steam going towards uh the finale, uh, Ar- uh, Archer, yeah, Arrow, the Green Arrow, uh, probably one of the best because, well, it started the whole thing, it, it continues to go strong to this day, I mean, yeah, it's got the flaw, both shows, uh, and by both, the Flash and Arrow, both have that flaw where, who's the bad guy? Oh, he's another Arrow guy. Who's the bad guy? Oh, he's another fast guy. Like, I'm waiting for a hook here, something to draw me in. But, like, with... They kind of give me a very generic throw sort in, of, it's good. It is good, but it, it throws in, like, other villains from the DC universe, like uh, Gorilla Grodd is in um, in The Flash. <laughs> Gorilla Grodd's an awesome villain. Like, I'm not, I'm not like, doubting that, but it's just at the same time, it's like... And The Flash goes into uh, Flashpoint Paradox. 
Like how much though? Two episodes. Yeah, and it 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 it's good because it actually changes all the shows. So that happens, and little things from all the shows randomly change. So for one, uh, Diggle he has a boy, like he has a son, and the season ends, and then Arrow happens, the Flashpoint, and the next time you see Diggle, he's like, "Oh, look at my baby girl," and they don't mention it, and it's just kind of like. Wait, I thought that it was baby boy. And then, like a couple episodes in, they're like Barry's, like, "Yeah, you had a son. I screwed up. My bad." And they're all kind of like mad at Barry because he <laughs> screwed everything up. Um, God, stop screwing up the time conti- uh, time space continuum. God, but no, it's it's a really good show. Um, and you like Riverdale, inexplicably. So, so yes. think of a more adult version of that show but with superheroes how like that show already has sex and murder in it so. but the characters aren't teenagers sam they're actual adults with actual jobs <laughs> it's more realistic more than how old are you 15 go to my cabin have a sex weekend with your girlfriend my daughter yeah we, we, uh shows about people with superpowers is more realistic than riverdale yeah no it is <laughs> John, do you have anything to add on that topic? Uh, yeah, no, I'm glad Sean spoke at length, because I don't really have much. Yeah. Listen, Sam, let's face it, you're a man. <laughs> you got you got things going on. You're making you assumptions, got, but all right. You got you got stuff to do. You know, maybe maybe it's household errands. Maybe it's uh, making something for dinner. Maybe it's eating dinner. Maybe it's cleaning up afterwards. Maybe you got a nice game of Civ going. But you want some kind of background noise, something you can kind of come in and out of, and nothing will really float by or confuse you. You just kind of need something. And boy, let me tell you, these uh, CW uh, comic book hero shows, there's a shitload of something. (laughs) Hey, John, you haven't seen any of them, have you? Not a single second. (laughs) They're they're not really good background noise kind of things. It's, it's That's like, up for debate. It's it's like Riverdale where you kind of have to pay attention. Which John, while we're while Riverdale's out there, have you watched any episodes yet? Really quick. I have not. Oh, you got to get on that. Let's go. Okay, I'll do it this weekend. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, let's do this one. Sell me on why we should have more Jurassic Park movies. Okay. John, you want to take like this we had first? The original. It was good. Why should I desire more of this? Okay. Funny you should ask, Sam. Mm -hmm. I don't think I went through this on the podcast or even told you guys about my idea for, like, the next Jurassic Park movie. Did I say? I don't think so. Okay. Not specifically, no. Here's what it is. And it actually manages to dovetail off the last movie. So you have all these evil bad guys with dinosaurs, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And let's say one of them has a bunch of raptors for whatever reason. Don't worry about it. (laughs) He just does. And it turns out, guys, he's kidnapped the daughter of the president of the United States. (laughs) And he lives in an impenetrable island guarded by super smart, highly intelligent velociraptors. And there's only one person who can lead people through the jungle to get to the guy's base. 
and you know be talk to the Raptors and try to try to make them chill out. And that's your boy Chris Pratt. It's pretty much making The Rock, <laughs> but um, but with Raptors. You know, it's dinosaurs instead of chemical weapons, and it's you know. This, this seems to be uh, drawing back to the first conversation we had today. <laughs> Yeah, life goes in cycles like that. <laughs> life finds a way. Um, or you could make it like a heist movie. That'd be fun too. All right, dinosaur heist movie. Okay, Sean. Um, I think uh, the reason why we need more is Jurassic World Two kind of left a bad taste in your mouth, didn't it? Not. As much as you'd say, like, it really? d- doesn't leave a bad taste in my mouth. It's rather forgettable. Yeah, but remember, it happened. Does yeah. that not just kind of irk you? Like, no, because I still have Jurassic Park. Yeah. But like, I could just go back and watch that movie and be like, ah, this is a great movie. We need more Jurassic Park movies because these shouldn't be treated as those turn-off-your-brain blockbusters that... Jurassic World has turned it into. Even Jurassic Park 3 turned it into. Um, where it's like, look at the dinosaurs. They're trying to eat people. Run away. Like it's, it's, it, uh, Even like the Lost World was kind of trying to push it in that direction, which was kind of sad. But the Lost World also had its good parts. Um, we need to go back to where it all started. Like Really like not try making it a blockbuster with explosions and like stuff stampedes and people dying left and right there has to be some kind of conflict and we need more of that because i mean what we get today i mean there's some good movies out there some good original but it's like it's all owned by disney it's like disney presents pixar disney presents star wars disney presents marvel like i i even saw today 3d movies mm-hmm. of this year I think there's been six released, or at least the six highest grossing 3D movies. Black Panther, Solo, Infinity Wars, um, The uh, Incredibles 2. Like, it's only Disney putting out 3D movies. So it's kind of nice like seeing movies other than Disney. And Jurassic Park is one of those entities that like you can keep pumping out movies, and it's cool. They need to stop with the genetically modified dinosaurs when there's so many cool dinosaurs out there. They they really need to focus on those. Okay. We need more dinosaurs. We need more dinosaurs. Seriously. Uh, let's do one more. All right, one more. Sell me on why I should care. Sevens and TVs, uh, TV shows a lot. Uh, why I should care about cameos? Like they, you, they're like this person will be on this episode, and even if I like that actor or celebrity, I, it's not gonna draw me. Yeah, because it's just like I, yeah, whoop de doo. They're there for cameos five when done correctly are awesome, especially when they're a callback kind of like a callback joke, um, like referring back to a, a that actors character on something else and it kind of ties universes together it's always kind of fun like seeing stuff like that all um, right like right. i mean the the easiest example for cameos would be stanley really tying all the marvel movies together 
uh, kind of placing them all within the same universe. See, it's, see, even the Stan Lee ones, I can do without those. Right, but it will... The reason why... Like, if they had The a, reason why can, you should care about the Stan Lee ones is Stan Lee kind of... work. Kind, <laughs> no, yeah, he kind of got taken advantage of, um, like, 25, 30 years ago or so, and basically had all of his properties kind of taken away from him and doesn't see any money from these movies because he doesn't have the rights. So it's the comp- these companies, the movie makers, kind of throwing him a bone and being like, you started all this. You don't see any revenue from it. Have a cameo. Here's some money. Are you sure? He yeah. definitely gets paid. No. Uh, well, he does for the cameos, but not for these movies. Um, he doesn't. He's barely makes anything now. He's a. He has producer and writing credits, though. He definitely gets paid. I mean, yeah. he doesn't get like. I mean, it's not like he's the brain. Like, it's not like he's making like a lot of money he, off of it. The thing like, is, he should be, but he was taken advantage of and like basically. St- not forced but tricked into signing a lot of this stuff away and not becoming um like the sole uh entity that owns the rights to these things he was kind of tricked into selling them off uh, or signing his name and selling them off like it, it like I, I heard something about like when his wife was sick like they told him they were like oh sign these things for medicine and whatnot and they were thrown in there so he was just signing papers and those were in there and he kind of basically gave away all of his properties, and pretty sure that would null and void the contract. I don't, I don't, I don't know specifics, <laughs> but I, there was a um, he was recently uh, in court suing somebody over this stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, John, you got, got got anything for cameos? I don't know what were we talking about. Cameos. 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 Why Sell should Sam on. care about cameos? I mean, Sam. I think cameos can be possibly best parts of movies. I mean, what was the best part of Reno 911 Miami? I thought it was when The Rock showed up and you're like, oh, The Rock's got this covered, and then he just dies. <laughs> that was a good cameo. Danny DeVito in the beginning. Yeah, that had some good cameos yeah. in it. Yeah. It was like, I want another movie. <laughs> yeah, like, I mean, a movie like This is the End that's literally made out of cameos that is pretty funny. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it, is it not pretty funny? It's not, not a movie there where, like, I'll remember. <laughs> okay. Well, Sam hates fun, so. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not a bad movie, but it's just, it's kind of forgettable. Okay. <laughs> well, I, you just shot down his, like, wow. Sorry, John, I didn't realize you were such a this-is-the-end fan. I mean. <laughs> it's a funny movie. <laughs> Oh man! <laughs> I just can't believe like you shot him down like that. <laughs> Sorry, I just I didn't know. I feel, I kind of feel bad now. <laughs> All right, you got one more. Or was that it? That's it. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna give it to Sean this week. Yay! I win because get- of Aquaman, right? Uh. Yeah, that and like John giving up on his thing in the the end. Yeah, on the cameo. Yeah, um, I I don't have a speech prepared. I, I it's been a while since I've won this. Um, uh, oh, you're being played off. Oh, oh, darn. Oh, damn it. Oh uh, well, uh, uh, I'll literally play us off. Uh, so uh, that's it for today's episode. 
if you couldn't notice, we had nothing to talk about this week. Yeah, so. nothing. But uh, I think uh, the pitch session and the uh, rapid fire went well. Yeah, it went well. Um, next next week will be strong. We will watch a common movie. Yes. Yes. Something. We, we will talk about something. Um, and a good movie. Better than my movies. You guys uh, got any classics you'd like us to review? Feel free. Throw them up on the Facebook yeah. group. We yeah. will definitely, if we Con- can, yeah. do it. Contact us on Facebook. Uh, find us on Podbean, iTunes, and Stitcher. Leave us a review. Uh, until next time. Bye. Bye.